Top Agents Playbook is for you, the modern real estate professional looking for new and proven ways to grow your brand and dominate your market. I'm Ray Wood, and each week we take a behind-the-scenes look at the very best marketing tactics and strategies required to get you and your message in front of a lot more sellers. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's get started. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to the show. I'm with Jason Weinberger, and Jason is from futureproofagent.com. Jason, good morning or good afternoon. How are you doing? Hi, hi, Ray. I'm great. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you very much for giving up some of your valuable time. Um, I know I know you're a busy man, and uh, I've been I've been checking you out online and the and the stuff that you do as I normally do, and a bit of research before an interview. And um, you have a lot going on, my friend. I want to get into something that's very dear to your heart and very dear to my heart, which is creating real estate leads or or, or getting seller and buyer leads. I guess. Um, Buyer leads probably more so in North America and Australia and New Zealand, where some of my market is from. It's a different thing. Um, we don't want buyers as much. We only want sellers. But then many buyers can be sellers. So I find 20 to 30% in fact, but that's a, probably another story for another day or we might get into it. But first question, Jason, um, tell me about your uh, tell me about your real estate career in Toronto, because uh, I know that you kind of develop this these set, set of skills, I guess. And uh, tell me how all, that, all of that happened. Sure. So I've been uh, a realtor for 15 years. I got licensed in 2007. I originally started out with Royal LePage. Three years after Royal LePage, I moved my business over to Keller Williams. Fantastic company. I was with Keller Williams for 10 years. And then most recently, I moved over to EXP. That was September 2020. So I'm just coming up to my 15 year mark in the business. And when I got started, just like so many agents out there, I mean, I tried everything. I threw everything against the wall. I door knocked, I cold called, you know, I spent most of my weekends sitting in open houses. I joined professional networking groups. And I like to say that I kind of found my internet geek and really embraced it with technology. So this was about probably my sixth or seventh year into my career where the internet was really starting to transform every industry. I mean, from retail to transportation to accommodation. And I saw this massive tidal wave that was heading for the real estate industry. And I decided that I wanted to be riding that wave as opposed to underneath it. Mm -hmm. So I really understood that technology would reshape how we communicated with our clients, how clients searched for properties, and just, you know, how we would connect with prospects on a regular basis. So I hired a lead generation company initially that was providing me with leads in exchange for a monthly fee. You know, it was about four or $500 a month. But the problem that I quickly discovered was that the leads were all over the map. You know, I was working in downtown Toronto. That was my my core uh, niche. That's where I focused my business. And I was getting leads, you know, two hour drive away, all four corners of the GTA, spending more time on the road than actually connecting with clients. So what I realized was that I had to take matters into my own hands and figure this out because if I didn't figure out how to do it, I would always be at the mercy of of someone else, of a lead provider or a marketing company. And I'm the type of person where I I really like to control my own destiny. I think that's really important. So I started reading books. Um, Somebody turned me on to a book initially called The Ultimate Guide to Google Ads by a guy named Perry Marshall. 
I read that book. I've always been an avid reader. And I was hooked because this guy had outlined a business model where I could essentially have people coming to me instead of knocking on doors desperately, never knowing where my next deal was coming from. You know, I hated that feeling of rejection, of interrupting people who were trying to have dinner peacefully with their families. And here I was knocking on the door, you know, being told no a thousand times. And with Google Ads, I had discovered a business model where people could come to me. And that really appealed to me. It really intrigued me. So I was very inspired to learn more. Long story short, I went on to read about another dozen books or so on internet marketing, on Google ads, on email marketing, and, and really how to you know get in front of people online. Yep. And things started to, to happen. I started to get some, some traction. I started to get some signups on my website. Next thing I knew, I was generating you know between five to seven leads a day. And then I got up to about 10 leads a day. And and from that point on, my business just started to really grow. Um, I started to do a lot more volume. I started to show up on the top 10 list in my office of over 250 agents. And I essentially doubled my business within the next 12 months because of this business model. So I started to really you know, ramp it up. I started to get a lot of traction and things just started to click. I started to connect the dots. Yep. So essentially, I started to really apply it into my own business. And then once it was working, I just kept reinvesting. I kept growing it. I kept scaling it. And um, that kind of started me off on this journey. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, well, it's a great story. And uh, I like your initial, your initial idea to, to get involved and take control. It reminds me of that saying, if you don't have a plan, you're a part of somebody else's kind of thing. So um and Absolutely. I think that's very much the case in 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 our game. Um, why do you think? And I know the answer to this, but I want I want to hear your answer because I think it'll be better than mine. Why can't agents generate their own leads? Well, it's a great question. I I think that agents can, but they're tired of the antiquated, old school, traditional forms of prospecting. You know, door knocking is a grind. Yep. I mean, I've I've done okay with door knocking. But it's tough. I mean, especially with Canadian winters, as you know, you know, it's weather dependent. It's hard to get up out of bed every day and go knock on a series of doors, people that you don't know, you have no relationship with, and to be able to do it consistently, because all that matters in entrepreneurism or as a realtor is what are you going to do consistently? It's not what are you going to do once in a while? What are you going to do when you feel like it? But what are you going to commit to and do it relentlessly? And, you know, a lot of agents don't have the the patience or the willpower, frankly, to door knock or cold call. And referrals are great. But when the referral well runs dry, what do you do? You know, they, they come when they come. I love referrals, but it's hard to really, you know, turn a dial. There's no lever that you can pull to be able to increase your referrals consistently and predictably. So I think one of the reasons why agents are looking for other options and vehicles is because they simply can't sustain the longevity of what it takes through traditional forms of prospecting, or they just don't know where to start and they're looking for guidance. So they turn to all of these companies that offer, you know, um, unlimited opportunity for a fraction of, 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 you know, what they would expect to pay. And people are just confused. There's a lot of confusion out there in the marketplace. There's a lot of misinformation. And one of the things that I try and provide is, is something that I've personally experienced, you know, through my own career, 
right? Being a realtor, I understand the pain points. I've been there. I understand, you know, what, what doesn't work. And I've also tasted what does work on the digital marketing spectrum. So I feel like, you know, it puts me in kind of a unique position to be able to help people um, because I, I am my avatar. I am my customer. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, uh, one of the one of the huge issues with the old school prospecting style, door knocking or cold calling or or even letterbox dropping or whatever it might be, um, it's impossible to scale because there are only so many hours in the day and you can go out and knock two or 300 doors. You might find three sellers, you might find none, but there are other ways to... Uh, to uh, to skin this chicken, as they say, there are other <laughs> there are the other options out there, and and in this day and age, for us here in 2022, the digital marketing opportunities are are phenomenal. So, which was a reason why I wanted to get you on the show. Absolutely. Tell me about, and, and I'm sure you've tried all of the different social media ideas, and you know, you and I are having this discussion today, and it's the whole social media um, lineup of platforms is a moving target and everything might be different within 30 days or 30 minutes from now. But um, uh, what platforms have you found that are working well for you and why? So the two main platforms that I've had the most success with in terms of digital marketing are targeted Facebook ads and Google ads. So pay-per-click Google ads. Yeah. And the reason why they've been the most effective is frankly, because they're the two giants and, you know, social media is just ubiquitous with everyone's day-to-day life as is Google search. So, you know, when I first started exploring where I wanted to put in my effort, I mean, I'd rather be um, a specialist in a couple of areas than a jack of all trades. I think a big mistake agents make is, you know, they fall into shiny object syndrome where it's, it's Instagram one day and then it's YouTube the next day, then it's Facebook and then it's Snapchat and then it's uh, LinkedIn. And the problem with that is each one of these platforms is incredibly nuanced, complex and deep. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather go an inch wide and a mile deep than a mile wide and an inch deep. Um, So I decided early on that I was going to pursue Google because Google just really blew me away. The fact that there was buyer intent when people are searching on Google for, you know, port credit homes for sale, that's someone who is, you know, proactively searching for homes in a particular neighborhood. Yep. So if you think about the power of that, and now you're able to beat a path to your door for people that are not just looking for real estate, but they're now starting to narrow down the specific neighborhoods that they're interested in. Not only that, the type of home, you know, you can, you can show your ads to people on Google that are searching for two-story King West lofts or Forest Hill luxury four-bedroom homes or waterfront um, penthouse condos for sale or, you know, um, pre-construction condominiums, like any niche that you can think of, there's a market for. And with Google, it allows you to really pinpoint those specific searches. So when I discovered that and I started to implement it and get results, I didn't want to do anything else because I didn't want to stop what was working. A big mistake realtors make is is they have such short attention spans. They don't don't give something a long enough chance to let it breathe and let it kind of blossom. So I wanted to eliminate all distractions and really master Google. And that's what happened. So for two and a half years, I mean, I, I doubled my business and then I doubled it again. 
So within almost three years, I doubled it twice just using Google ads because I just kept reinvesting, doing more transactions, reinvesting, doing more. Then I got to the point where I scaled it to the point I couldn't keep up with the number of leads. I was generating about 30 leads a day. So I brought on referral partners in different neighborhoods and I was referring the leads out to neighborhood specialists and we were splitting the commission. So I was able to leverage the business model. And to your point, you know, it's infinitely scalable. The internet never sleeps. It's on 24 Mm seven. So that's what initially drew me to Google ads. And then once I had that running really, really well, after about two and a half years, that's when I dove into Facebook ads because Facebook ads is the other side of the spectrum. If you think about Google, it's sort of pull marketing. So you're you're reverse engineering, you're beating a path to your door for people already looking. Whereas Facebook is based on push marketing to specific audiences. So with Facebook, you can target people that are interested in single family homes, uh, condominiums, townhomes, first time buyers, mortgage loans. These are people that have specifically raised their hand about certain interests, pages that they've liked, groups that they've joined, et cetera. Now, Facebook works incredibly well when you're marketing an individual listing because it's visual. So whenever you have a listing, it makes sense to throw it on Facebook because you can really leverage it and you can generate some quick interest for people that are scrolling their newsfeed and see a property and they say, I like that kitchen. I like that floor plan. I like that view. Whereas Google is if you want to penetrate a market and become a neighborhood go-to specialist, because these are people that are looking for types of properties. Like if you want to niche yourself as a go-to luxury specialist or a waterfront condo specialist or a neighborhood specialist, like, you know, Mineola, Hyde Park, Ronsonsvilles, any neighborhood you can think of, that's where Google is very powerful. But Facebook is good for leveraging leads off of a listing. And it doesn't have to be your own listing. You can advertise another agent's listing. And here in Toronto, as long as you get written consent that you can promote another agent's listing, you're fine. Um, So that's kind of the the backstory of how they can complement each other and why I chose to to really kind of focus on those two primarily. Okay. Okay. Um, A lot of the marketing that I see um, far and wide is targeting buyers, which it's kind of straightforward because you can have a gorgeous-looking Toronto loft or you can have a house uh, in Port Credit or Mineola or where, wherever it might be. How do you target sellers? How do you get sellers? So a lot of people, they put out free CMA ads trying to attract seller leads. The challenge with that is it's so played out. It's so generic. And the market is just tired of it, frankly. Yeah. You know, free home evaluation, free home evaluation, I mean, when I see that, I cringe, and I'm sure I'm not alone. Hang on. So, are, they, are they free? <laughs> well, I, I mean, no, nothing's free, right? <laughs> At the end of the day, uh, there's always there's always an agenda. But essentially, it's, it's a lead-in offer. And that would make sense if it was personalized, right? So if you were to say a free King West condo uh, two-bedroom unit evaluation, yeah. now you're speaking someone's language because you're speaking to them, right? Or like you know, a, a free, um, you know, Forest Hill neighborhood uh, evaluation, right? Go deeper with your niche. Right. When you identify with your niche, that makes sense. But but even that can be challenging. And the reason why is that the psychology of people looking for real estate information online is very different when you compare buyers versus sellers. You okay. see, when people are shopping, they're excited. They turn to the internet because 
It's the fun part of the experience. Everybody loves to shop, whether it's Amazon, whether it's looking for a new car or especially looking for your new home. So people love searching online for their next dream homes, you know, viewing listings, looking at photos, watching virtual tours, because that's the emotionally engaging part. Selling is the complete opposite. People dread selling, right? It's a nuisance. It's very stress provoking. You have to think about decluttering, depersonalizing all the sentimental value tied up in your home. It's stressful in terms of thinking about costs and laying out commission. So that's why when it comes to selling, it's a completely different psychology and people, they don't generally turn to the internet when they're in selling mode. What they do is they turn to a friend, a neighbor, a colleague for a referral, or if they have a prior relationship with the realtor, but buying is the fun part. So everyone's researching. So what I found is that the best way to generate seller interest and seller prospects is when you focus on buyer attraction marketing, but you use qualifiers in your headlines. So you call out your audience. For example, you could be advertising a beautiful four-bedroom home in Ronsonsvale, and the headline of your ad says, moving up, mm-hmm. just listed, beautiful four-bedroom home in prime Ronsonsvale. So the very first thing people see, you're calling out your audience because who's moving up? People that generally have homes to sell, right? Or you could say, looking to downsize, Yes, beautiful two-bedroom Queens Key condo, right? So that's one way that you can focus on the buyer attraction. Again, the fun part, but you're using qualifiers to call out your ideal audience of existing homeowners. So that way you focus on the purchase initially, which is giving people what they want, but then you can leverage the listings on the back end as a byproduct. So you're going with the grain as opposed to against it. Okay. Okay. Every answer you give me gives me about 10 more questions. (laughs) Sorry about that. I love it. Um, uh, You mentioned Facebook before is an area that you're specializing in. Um, and kind of a different market, isn't it? It's a different, it's a different thing. There's a different thing going on there. Are you, are you finding Facebook as effective as it was, I don't know, 12, 18 months ago? No. Okay. Facebook, the ad costs have gone up. Yep. There's some targeting restrictions, and it's not what it once was. But that doesn't mean that it's not an extremely effective vehicle. It okay. is. Yep. You just have to have proper training and guidance. And it's all about the targeting. It's all about having a really compelling call to action, Yes. having a really succinct, well-worded headline and understanding the nuances within Facebook. So, you know, about two years ago, it was, it was a lot easier to get some quick traction, but I mean, at the end of the day, Facebook is so ubiquitous with everybody's day-to-day life. And you just want to go where everyone else is. So it is an absolute no-brainer for any digital marketing strategy. Now, that doesn't mean you should put all your eggs in one basket. Ultimately, you want to be able to to diversify. You want to be able to use a couple of channels to spread around your strategy. Really, at the end of the day, Facebook, YouTube, Google, Instagram, these are merely tools. But if any of these tools were to go away you have to ask yourself, where would that leave you, right? So I'm always looking to spread the risk and diversify. Ultimately, the most valuable asset you can have as a a real estate agent is your database. I was about to get into that, yeah. Yeah, so it's the contact information, right? Yeah. Yeah. When, when When you do your marketing, now, 
correct me if I'm wrong here, you show agents how to do their marketing. You're not like an agency that does it for them, are you? You you train them on how to do their own? Yeah, that's um, right. So, so basically, through all of my experience in my own career, I started doing training at my previous brokerage. I was on the training faculty with Keller Williams. Yes. And I started teaching some friends and colleagues how to do digital marketing because people were seeing my success. They were seeing that I was showing up on the top 10 list every month and they wanted to know what I was up to. So originally I was helping friends and colleagues with some free training for about 90 minutes. Well, that really started to grow. I would I was getting interest from other agents from other brokerages. Yes. With Keller Williams, we had an open door training policy. So agents from Remax, from Royal Page, from Home Life would start to show up. The rooms kept getting bigger and bigger. Then I had an idea. What if I charged $100 for a three and a half hour deep dive with live examples? Would pe people actually pay for this information? Like, was there a market here? And I was completely blown away where I put together my first live three and a half hour paid event. And I sent out an Eventbrite email to every agent I knew and a ton of agents I didn't know. And I sold 30 tickets. I filled the room. That's when I realized that there was a real opportunity here to help others uh, more seriously. So I went on to do four more paid sessions. Then I had people approaching me saying, Jason, I live in Mississauga. I live in Vaughan. I don't want to drive downtown to your office, parking, traffic. Do you have a webinar? And that's when it dawned on me that I had to take this whole concept online. Yep. So fast forward a year and a half, I developed an online training course and coaching program, which became Future Proof Agent. I launched the business in August 2018. And I'm proud to say that we've got just under 250 students. We're across three countries. We're throughout Canada, the US and Dubai. Nice. So I coach and train realtors on digital marketing uh, through all of my own experience that I've had with these tools. And, uh, and it's really been growing quite a bit, especially over the last couple of years since the pandemic hit, because okay. agents have found themselves kind of limited with other traditional forms of prospecting. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting point, isn't it? And um, there are those that want it done for, for them. And there are those that are happy to roll up their sleeves and learn. And I'm a roll up your sleeves and learn guy like like you are um, because I can really it's like it's like driving the car yourself or having somebody drive you if you don't if you don't drive the car yourself you never get to experience it you never know what it's like you never know you never learn you don't discover stuff um, and I find if I can do it myself and I can I can I, I, I can learn about the process and am I going to make mistakes? 100%. Of course I am, but I'm going to learn from them and I'm going to test, I'm going to change. But it's such an exciting opportunity right now. Um, we, you know, we are alive and well in the digital age with all the stuff that's going on around us um, and businesses are thriving. You know, COVID has changed our whole world so much. And I guess um, you're probably a little bit like me. When COVID came along, you thought, oh, bugger. Then you thought, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, this is perfect. There, you know, this you know is what? There's eight. silver lining in everything. There is, isn't there? But it's just been such a game changer. And our market, uh, and our uh, when I say our, I mean you and me. As as let's let's put on our real estate agent hats. Our markets are online. Our our markets are touring social media and and looking at the platforms. They're googling. Um, 
uh, lofts in in Toronto and that sort of thing. They're getting very specific because they they know that they can search so well. Have you dipped your toe in the Google and, and YouTube being under the one roof? Have you dipped your toe in the in the YouTube um, market as yet? Is there a is there an opportunity there? Yeah, I'm definitely starting to learn more about YouTube. Yep. I do think that YouTube and YouTube ads are where things are heading. Yeah, uh, I think that you know it is definitely something that every agent should have in their arsenal. So. I'm not comfortable teaching something until I've mastered it first. Okay. You know, I think to be honest with you, one of the things that that bothers me about the online coaching space is there's a lot of hypocrites who, you know, they put out a course teaching somebody how to do something, but they haven't actually done it themselves. themselves yeah. And in order for me to feel comfortable and and in full integrity to to teach somebody something, I have to be able to really run it through the ringer and have some some success on my end, and that takes time. Yeah, right. Yeah, that yeah. takes a lot of time. It takes testing. It takes refinement and it takes a ton of trial and error. So when I you know, went through my journey with digital marketing, I mean, I had to really fail my way forward to get to a point where I felt comfortable enough that I can actually teach this to somebody confidently and know what I'm talking about. Yes. So I'm starting to dabble with YouTube, but it's still going to be a while until I think I, I get to the point where I can really embrace it and then start to offer some training on it to others. Cool, cool. Okay, well, we'll definitely watch this space um, to see what happens there because I agree. I think it's a, it's, a, it's a flourishing avenue for us in our industry and it's, um, you know, and, and I'd say to people listening to this show, I mean, uh, it's going to happen in your area are you going to be the agent who can who can roll it out and, and profit from it by helping uh, sellers in your area um let me finish up with a with a question it's probably not the fun stuff but i think it's i think it's the heavy lifting where a lot of the where a lot of the dirt can be found in the diamonds but following the lead following up the lead what kind of follow up do you do you recommend because I heard a stat somewhere. I don't know whether it's right or wrong, and I forget where I heard it. But the average the average amount of time between when somebody first contacts their agent to go on the market and when they actually do do go on the market is about a year or eleven and a half months or something. I've I've been told. I've seen that stat a few times. But let's just accept that it's a period of time. What kind of follow up um, strategies do you favour? Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on that? Sure. So it's a great question, and it's uh, it's it's a very important question because this is the part of the process that is wild, wildly uh, misunderstood. People think that you know they feed a machine with a few bucks, they get some leads, and that the homes are just going to sell themselves, and they can just mm -hmm. sit back on autopilot. Yeah. Now I do feel like automation is very important, so I teach my student community about email automation, video marketing, bomb bomb integration. Uh, Twilio text messaging is very powerful, but at the end of the day, your number one most powerful tool for converting leads into clients is this right here. It's called a phone. Now, there are so many agents who are so reluctant to get on the phone and call people. And frankly, if you're scared of the phone, you should not be in sales because nothing is more important than getting on the phone and getting on the phone religiously every single day. I understand that some people screen your calls and you get a lot of voicemails, but at the end of the day, we're in sales and we need to be able to communicate with people. And not only that, 
But it's been proven statistically that if you call a lead within five minutes of them registering on your site, your chances of converting go up by about 10x. So there's a five minute window. Now, you've shared a lot of gold on this on this little call, but I think that is probably right up there in the top one or two or three. And so thank you for saying that. I think that's absolutely golden. Glad to yeah, you're welcome. And it's important yeah. because a lot of agents, I speak to them all the time, you know, they just rely on automated email campaigns and text messaging, and they hide behind the tech. The tech is simply a tool to be able to move that relationship forward. So it yeah. starts with the technology or door knocking or cold call, calling or whatever you're doing. But ultimately, if you can't set an appointment, then it's all in vague. There's no point doing any of it, right? Yeah. So yeah. getting on the phone, booking an orientation tour, booking a Zoom first-time buyer consultation, booking a seller orientation, listing appointment, whatever you're doing, the goal is always to filter, qualify, and book the appointment. If there's one thing I'm going to leave your viewers with, those are the three key points. Filter, qualify, book the appointment. That's really it. That's the recipe for how to win with this stuff. You know, and if you're not doing that every day, it doesn't matter how many leads you're generating, right? Because as you know, it's a numbers game and you have to be able to take it seriously in terms of your commitment. Otherwise, you're just you're just wasting money, frankly, and you're not going to realize a return or you're going to leave a ton of money on the table. Yeah. It's interesting you talk about the telephone, um, but the younger our younger, our younger friends, the younger generation, um, starting to sound like my father, but um, the younger generation are absolutely petrified of talking on the phone. I ring my kids and they're in their 20s. And, um, Dad, what's going on? Is everything okay? Yeah, I just wanted to hear your voice. <laughs> Call me old-fashioned. Oh, okay, you didn't get my message? I said, yeah, of course I did, but I just wanted to, I just wanted to chat. So it was like I'm from out of space or something. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, let's hope that the art of the phone call doesn't go away because I like jumping on the phone. I like, I like hearing somebody's voice. You, and you talked about BombBomb before where, where you can package up a little very, very quickly and easily package up a little uh, video message so powerful yeah. and another awesome point of contact. Yeah, bomb bomb is amazing. It's yeah. a fantastic tool. Um, yeah. You know, whenever you can, whenever you can replace text, te- text messaging or text email with a video. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah, the thing that's dominating social media channels is video, like between mm-hmm. stories and organic posts. And whenever you can communicate with people via video you know, you're going to have a much higher success rate because yes. you can really weave your personality into the experience. You know, it's not enough to be able to just touch people, but how are you touching them? Are you yes. showing up as your authentic self? Are you adding value to the experience? Are you speaking competently about the market? Are you coming from contribution? You know, it's always about adding value to the experience and, and making sure that you give people a reason to engage with you. Yes. And nothing does that more powerfully than video other than the phone call. So yeah, I mean, I'm a big video fan. I use it religiously in my business. I teach my students how to incorporate video consistently. Um, And there's also some really powerful like email automation, you know, check-ins that you can use. Like I call them like conversational emails. It's like the mom test. How would you speak to your mom if you were checking in on her real estate search? You don't want to be overly formal. You don't want to be corporate sounding. 
you just want to end with like bite-sized open-ended questions yeah. like hi ray just checking in wondering what you thought of the listings i've been sending you did you want to change any of the criteria yeah right just, hey, ray, just engaging stuff doing. Yeah. yeah what was your time yeah. frame again yeah right and and i teach people how to automate that and put it into a sequence where you can have them going out in fact while we're doing this podcast i have you know thousands of people being emailed because it gets scheduled ahead of time and then it just goes out like clockwork yeah. so that stuff's great too but the point is nothing should ever replace the phone um, in fact, I'm reading a book right now. It's called Fanatical Prospecting um, by a guy named, uh, I don't know if you can see that. Just just, uh, just focus out a little bit. Just put it back beside your head there. It's all gone blurry. Yeah, because I've got the, Fanatical the background Prospecting, blurry. But I'm going to find out who's, read the author out, Jason. Who's yeah, it's, the author? Uh, it's Jeb, Jeb Blout, G-E-B-L-O-U-N-T. Well, and okay. this is a fantastic read. Um, he, he's like a top sales performer in the US. He's got a massively successful coaching company. And, and he talks about the importance of, of just getting on the phone, prospecting every day, and, and just being relentless. And I, I really embrace that philosophy. Uh, I'm always a student. I'm always learning. I'm always reading, always yeah. trying to sharpen my skill yeah. set. So I just finished reading that one. And that would be actually a great read for your yeah. audience, I think. Yeah, I think it would be too. I think it would be too. Well, I really love your, your what's the word? The hunger, the energy. Um, you sound to me like you're a terrific real estate agent and you're an even better trainer. Um, if anybody wants any of your free training, I know you've got a link, which is, and I'm going to put this link in the show notes, guys. So don't swerve off the freeway or stop walking your dog, but free-training.futureproofagent.com. It's free-training.futureproofagent.com. I've been with Jason Weinberger from Future Proof Agent. Jason, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a blast. Thank you so much, Ray. I really appreciate you having me on. 